From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 216 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Here we are to talk about the dependent personality, somebody who is holding on to these threads and the threads can be alcohol, weed, pornography, TV, sex, work. I mean, the list goes on and on. These habits that I relied on, but most people rely on in order for them to feel uh, secure, safe, um, and to avoid that internal discomfort, right? And when I went through my anxiety recovery, I noticed that when once I started to drop one or two of these numbing agents, baggage from my past realizations inadequacies, insecurities started to come up. And I was like, oh my God, like this is unsettling. But that was necessary for me to confront in order for me to get past it, let it go and move on. Because I viewed myself as this this weak, unhealthy, dependent person. And I admired those people who were strong, independent, and great problem solvers because I certainly was not that person. And so the dependent personality, they hold on to these threads, but if one of these threads breaks, then what happens? They're thrust into the unknown, more into the uncertainty. Because when I got rid of one of these threads, I noticed that the dragon that I was unconsciously avoiding started to manifest itself and that was like I said very unsettling and so but I was I was more willing to confront that dragon while I was going through my recovery because I recognized that that was necessary but for someone who's not set in this recovery they have to numb and distract themselves because the the dragon itself coming up shocks them. They don't want to confront that. They've been avoiding that dragon for such a long time. So today I want to dive into the dependent personality, why it's unbelievably harmful to remain in this dependent state and why these external means do not last in the long run and they're not meaningful in the long run and they only harm your health and make you into a more weaker person because I want to make you into that independent person that you unconsciously yearn to become. So those who are dependent on external means to numb themselves of this internal discomfort, the pain, their past traumas, all of this baggage. They are holding on to these tiny threads, these habits, 
And if one thread breaks, they fall into this catastrophic state. The life preserver they're holding on to in this unknown uh, floats away or diminishes, and now they're left with severe anxiety. And people in this dependent state, they shake their fist at the world. They shake their fist at all of the external all, all, all of their external world, and what they need to do is to look internally. What is going on? It's your perspective that is very flawed, right? Because is it the whole world or is it you? Well, you better hope that it's you because if you try and change the whole world, then good luck with that. There's just no way to do that. The, the world is just way too complicated. So it's better to start with yourself. What can you change about yourself? What can you sacrifice in order for things to get better? And that that's a leap of faith. But then that's also emerging into consciousness from unconsciousness, which I will get into. And that's super important. For me, the dragon became so big that it was emotionally exhausting to numb and look away from that fear. Even with agoraphobia, when I was spending most of my time inside, I felt more alone. I felt more afraid than ever before. And that's because the dragon lurks and it grew inside of me. Because you'd say, well, Brad, you're at home all the time. Shouldn't you feel great? Shouldn't you feel safe? And man, when you're avoiding the world because the world is so threatening, even your home is not even the same place anymore. I was anxious all the time. I couldn't even get out of bed at some points. Until you do that internal battle and you confront the dragon within you, no amount of external numbing will solve that problem. It'll only make the dragon grow in size. What you avoid grows in size. But what if you are relying on your parents or someone close to you for reassurance because you believe to have a health issue and they don't seem to solve the problem. They can't make that unusual symptom within you go away. They comfort you. You unload all of your concerns onto them, but the sensation progresses what a terrifying realization that was for me. The doctor says there are no serious concerns. My parents say to take it easy, relax, implement some coping strategies. But now I feel like a unique person with this unknown illness that is still persisting or progressing when the people close to you do not know anything more than you do, then that can
can be very, very unsettling. But then here's the thing. What happens when they start to push away from you? Because of the weight you place on their shoulders, you become a burden to them. They start to get angry at you to say, hey, get your act together. Uh, Pull yourself together. Um, You're not doing enough. You're not reaching your full potential. And then you start to look at them in a different light. Well, I thought you were my friend. I thought you were there for me. You start to get defensive. You start to put walls up. That's because the thread you are clinging to is breaking. The people you were relying upon to feel safe and secure and loved, that's breaking. They are no longer a source of comfort. And then, well, more into the unknown you go. Living in such a dependent way is to remain in unconsciousness. In this unconsciousness, there is no self-reflection. There is no reality check. There is no truth about the pain you are in. Pain has become your new normal. To acknowledge the dragon, to acknowledge the truth about your situation is to confront your own inadequacies. What I am doing now This is not working. I am not sacrificing enough. That is a harsh reality to contend with. Then, what happens when your tolerance to weed, alcohol, pornography increases? You need to consume more in order to get back to that great experience you had with it before. A constant seeking that becomes of top value to you. I can't get through the day without this. So now you have to consume it more and so that more time with that thing, more more sneaking around, uh, more money, and you move into unconsciousness further and further soon enough your social circle are of like-minded people you're living on pleasure island with these people then when an outsider someone in your family a friend they point out the truth about your situation you immediately, you get defensive and you push them away. That little exposure of reality was enough to trigger those walls. And those walls, they build up immediately. It's like a defensive mechanism. And many people, they don't change, right? You see that around you. They cling to those dependent threads their whole life but you don't think that a thread will eventually give way weed alcohol pornography anti-anxiety medications all have snakes attached to them 
In other words, they all have negative consequences. One thing produces five, possibly five snakes, right? And I'll give you an example. The body gets accustomed to the substance, and so up goes the dose. So there's one snake. You're going to have to increase the amount you're taking, but to get into it further, pornography, well, one snake is you're objectifying women if you're a man watching porn. It impacts your relationships, making them feel less fulfilling. That's for sure. And you seek out more erotic and unusual material because of your tolerance increasing. And it's only when you subtract the habit, you notice all of those snakes attached to that habit. And you, you don't know a life without it until you stop doing it. That's a big thing. But what if you could be that independent person that is a great solver of problems? And you're also comfortable in your own skin. If you begin to solve the little problems around you, you start to clean up the little messes in your life. You see yourself as someone who is self-reliant and not so dependent. You are confident that whatever dragon comes its way, you can contend with it and defeat it. Your identity is no longer holding on to a thread or two threads. And when a thread breaks, your emotional reservoir will not burst. Someone who is dependent has a stack of baggage. So imagine this. They have a glass full of emotional baggage, a glass full of water. The water is the emotional baggage. And when a thread or when some novelty presents itself in their life, well, a little bit more water, the glass will overflow. That was my old self. Whenever I would come into contact with something in the outside world, even on a TV show, even in a news article, when I would see tragedy, death, disease, I would perk up. I would become interested, anxious, and I felt by the end of the day, emotionally drained. So my old anxious self, I was trying so hard to control every aspect. I was trying so desperately to live in unconsciousness, to avoid that dragon. But here's the thing. The dragon comes no matter what. So when you're waking up at 2 a.m. in a sweat with anxiety, that's the dragon emerging in your dreams. And a lot of people, when they wake up at 2 a.m., what do they do? They turn on the TV. They go eat something. They just go to their place of comfort. So yeah, the comfort is great. Now you're lacking sleep because the comfort is now preventing you from 
getting a good night's rest, right? What's going to give you that good night's rest is to solve the root cause, the dragon. And that's a big, big journey to go down, to start and to venture down. But man, how are you going to have any sort of mental clarity if you continue to have these troublesome sleeps. But what if the glass is empty? You resolved and healed from that baggage. You let it go. Then now, any novelty that comes your way won't be so catastrophic. You have the strategies. You have the tools to confront and handle that novelty. But you view yourself as a great problem solver now because you've already solved all of these little problems before. If you stack up one win after another, you solve one little problem in your life and then you solve another little problem and then you solve another little problem, you're going to get to the big problems eventually. And then when once you start to solve these bigger problems, you look in the mirror And then you see somebody completely different. You see somebody who is a great solver of problems. And then perhaps you can help someone else solve their problems. You can help somebody else who doesn't have the confidence or the right resources to solve the problems. Because once you start to realize that the dependent resources you were relying upon to feel safe and to numb and distract, once you realize that they are no longer a useful resource for you, and they're not going to solve the problem, well, you have to turn to something else. You have to turn to a a much greater resource, a mentor, somebody who solved the problem you are currently contending with. That's a big, big, big realization. That is so huge. Because then you start to go, oh, there's actually a way out of it. These other external means they weren't really solving my problem. And that's why we cling to these threads, right? That's why we want to solve the problem and we're using these things to solve our problems. But really the problem is never going away, is it? So you have to turn to something else. You have to step outside of what's known to you into a different avenue. Find someone online like myself. That's why you're listen, listening to this podcast, right? Because I solved these ginormous problems that I used to contend with and I actually overcame them and I've seen other people overcome them. Well, now these are more useful. These are going to help you 
in this journey. And that's where I'm going to leave you today on this podcast episode. You can manage, you can solve the problem, and you can move on. Thank you so much for being here. Lastly, rise above anxiety. I will see you on the next podcast episode or video. Please go over to the YouTube channel because I have a lot of great recovery content there. I will see you next time. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.